Okay, before you feel like you've been bamboozled and slighted by the topic of this podcast, just hear us out for a second. We read some books. <laughs> Which sounds very, like, oh, cool. But, <laughs> but in all honesty, it kind you've of You've got is. that whole list and you've right, read some and books. And you've read books. Oh, <laughs> you nerds. But in all honesty, like, I never take time to read. And I really forgot how much I like it. Yeah. I mean, the only time I ever read, honestly, was on airplanes when I was traveling for work all the time. you had a minute. And, well, and who's been on an airplane in the last little while? I mean, we're starting to now, which is exciting. But, I mean, now you travel with kids and there's no reading then. There's just trying to keep them quiet. Right. But we read. I read a whole book. I feel like this is, like, worth a pat on the back. Well, okay. If we're being honest, Megan read a book and was like geeking out over it and so excited about it. And so she was like, let's do a podcast about reading books. And I was like, well, shit, I've got this book on my coffee table. I'll just read it. <laughs> and guess what? I think it was meant to be. Every single time I asked her about it, she goes, it's lame. And then all of a sudden mm-hmm. with the flip of a switch, it turned out to be really eye-opening. Yes. Yeah. I'm not done with it, but I can't, it's like, I can't read it fast enough. I really can't put it down. I've been staying up late for me reading this book. Yeah. I keep getting screenshots of passages. Yeah. (laughs) It's very late. (laughs) Okay. So, um, here's the, this is, we're not keeping it a secret. This is the Megan and Jenny book club. You're (laughs) the first, you're the first to hear about it. The avid readers. The avid re- we have one and a half books. One book under our belt. And a half. Oh, a half. Yeah. No, one and three fourths. We're getting close. Um, okay. One and two thirds. So the book that I chose, ironically, I picked it up mm-hmm. on a flight home after we were visiting Piper mm-hmm. and learning about and having an aha moment that we could actually paint. And the book that I picked up was timely because it's called Everything is Figure Outable. And if you've known me long enough, you know that I love to like make up words that aren't real. Mm -hmm. And I do, you know, I used to joke that I was a communications major in college, which means that I can make up whatever word I want, which isn't true. But I loved, so I loved it. And well, but you were all jacked because you were like excited about painting. But then I feel like the painting experience made you just jacked on the whole dabble date idea. And you were thinking to yourself, how are we going to do this? How are we going to make it work? How are we going to figure out how to have time to do it? And then everything is figure outable really spoke to you, yes. right? Like, okay, well, this is a sign. Clearly yeah. everything is figure outable. And, yeah. and this book truly was really, really good. And, you know, we can talk about a little bit about the things that I, I mean, I was a fool. I mean, people would have thought on the airplane, probably thought I was in like totally nuts. I got out like a highlighter and started like <laughs> taking notes in the margins. Like I was a college student. I mean, it was really impactful, but obviously it was all, tied back to the fact that we were trying to get dabble date rolling and Mm -hmm. there were so many unknowns. And what I took away from this book was a a lot of things, but one of the main one was, was just make progress, right? Like stop talking about stuff and start actually doing it. Right. And even at the slightest bit of action is closer to what you're trying to do. And that is the whole, I mean, literally in front of the other sat down and started talking about this, you know, this little joke of Mm -hmm. let's do this. Mm -hmm. It was all about doing things and stop talking about doing things. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, well, hot damn, this is exactly what we're trying to do and we can figure out how to do it. So lots of little tidbits of knowledge, but that 
it was like, oh, clearly this was like a little bit of a sign. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and like there's validation in a book that some of the things that you've been thinking and the feelings that you've been having Mm -hmm. are like, you're not alone in feeling that way and thinking that way and stuff. And it's like, well, shit, when you're reading it in a book by somebody who got published makes you feel a little bit more legit, you know? Yeah. And I mean, she didn't self-publish this story. This is on the New York Times bestseller list. We're on the same wavelength of what's her name? Oh, Marie Forleo. I'm probably saying that wrong. I think that's right. For Leo. For Leo. Open the cover. See, She's cute. Well, I just mean, is there a better font to know what her name is? (laughs) No. No, there's not. Oh, for Leo. For Leo. For Leo. Well, whatever. Marie. Can we just call her Marie? Yep. She she wrote a killer book. And my book is Grit by Angela Duckworth, who I randomly ordered this book on Amazon because a friend... I was talking to her about dabbling and she was like, Oh, you need to read grit. And I was like, okay. So I, just got, <laughs> I got on Amazon, ordered it up that very moment. And it sat on my coffee table for a month or two until I became manic about reading. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so here we are. And ironically, well, I guess it's not ironic because I told her about dabble date and she was like, you need to read grit. So clearly <laughs> it relates, but it's all about, well, the power of passion and perseverance. And so when I first started reading it, it was like the very beginning was all uh, texting Megan. I was like, this is so dumb. It's talking about how <laughs> you have to be determined to succeed. Like, like no shit. Duh. <laughs> you have to try hard. Right. I'm going to need you to elaborate. Right. <laughs> but then I thought to myself, well, there are 245 more pages of this book. Clearly, it's not all about that. So I bet it gets better. And what do you know it did? And now I'm actually a little bit manic about it. So anyway, we decided we're just going to talk about our books today. So we were going to talk about our books and we won't bore you. We, and no. we won't also give away all the secrets that are in these books because in order to be in a book club, you have to read the book. Sorry. But so join us. However, the one thing before we get into some of the more detailed stuff is I forgot how much I like to read. Yes. I mean, it has really been really a good thing for me to like. I've been, you know, I've been trying to wake up early per mm-hmm. our successful people challenge. Mm-hmm. And there are some days where I know like I'll play tennis. So it's not like I want to work out first thing in the morning mm-hmm. and I will get this book and read it mm-hmm. and it's quiet and there's no TVs, there's no music. It has been a great way to start the day and a great way to end the day. And I, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of hooked. You know what else I think about it? Like, I feel like typically, typically when I read, you know, the past three books I've read in the last five years, they've all been fiction and which yeah. is fun. And like, you know, kind of like watching a TV show in a way, but better, but reading a book like this, I'm, it's kind of amazing to me how it's like enabled me to open my mind and like use my mind for a purpose other than just what we're talking about with like all of our responsibilities and going to work and getting the kids to where they need to go and da-da. and then just like being brain dead in front of the real housewives of the OC, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's, it's almost like kind of like my successful people challenge the meditation. It's like, Oh, the thoughts I can think. <laughs> you know what <laughs> that's I mean? like a Dr. Seuss book. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I know that's that's probably, I the, it. <laughs> probably the last book I read. <laughs> yeah. No, like truly it's helping me like process through like what I want and what I want to achieve out of this whole thing. And it's like, gives me a moment. It's actually like, I'm kind of amazed. Like it really gives me a moment to myself, to focus on myself in a way that has never happened with reading. If yes. that makes any sense. No, I think it makes total sense. The other thing is like, 
oftentimes when we are doing something, it's coming at you from a screen, right? So yeah. it happens. It's you're, It's almost like you're being told it and you don't have a second to really digest it. Cause how often do you actually like go back and be like, Whoa, whoa, whoa what did they say? And you yeah. rewind it. Like there were so many times probably when I was like going through a manic phase of this book where I would go back and reread it yeah. and it would give me a moment to pause and be like, Oh, this is kind of like X, yeah. Y, and Z, you know? Yeah. And I don't know. It actually, I think made me think about it in a more practical setting. Like, Oh, I could actually use that tip and apply it in this way. Or like, she gives a lot of like, um, what is she like a field guide? Like after mm-hmm. each chapter is like, how do you actually put this into your life to actually make it work? Mm-hmm. And like, there was one, there was one topic about like stressors and it was like, make a list of everything that is stressing you out at the moment, mm-hmm. make a list of it, write it down on a piece of paper. And then like, cognitively say, oh, like uh, some of them are like low hanging fruit. Like you can go and go fix this thing that is causing a stressor mm-hmm. right now. And then voila, you immediately feel a little bit better because you've knocked one stressor off your list. Yeah. Which I thought, like there are those little tips of things of like how to do it with like you break it down into smaller. Which chunks. again is like you, when you, you're like, that's obvious. Right. Why haven't I considered it before? Or because you haven't taken the time to actually digest what it is. Yeah. And there it is. And like, oh, well, I could easily take two seconds to write down the 10 things that are making yeah. me about to lose my mind right. at this moment. Right. And figure out which one I can fix. I don't know that everyone would love getting rid of a barking dog, but <laughs> I guess I'll leave that one off the list. For the that really is a stressor in your life, Megan. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Anyway, the reading thing has really, it's I really, it's, I like it. Mm-hmm. I, I like it. I was also thinking like the other night I went down to watch, I took a minute to watch, um, Real Housewives of mm-hmm. the OC because the OC. Well, I just want to know what's going on with Erica Girardi and that lawsuit. <laughs> well, it's <and> important. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. This is real life. Why lawsuits. do I give a shit? Megan? <laughs> Here's the thing. What I realized when I was watching it was, I don't. I really don't give a shit. This is brain deadening material that I am wasting you my time. Killed a lot of brain cells. Yes, and but like what I've did heard, happen? I heard people say that. Oh, it's very dramatic. <laughs> later, later. But I just—it was kind of like I would so much prefer to be reading this book that makes me manic and excited than to lay on the couch feeling half dead. <laughs> watching <laughs> what happens to Erica Girardi when ultimately I can give two shits. What I care about is what happens to me. <laughs> right. And actually, uh-huh. <laughs> this is, I mean, do you hear the excitement in which, you know what? Everything is figure outable. It means you had to go lay on the couch and become half dead in yeah. order to figure out. Yes. That you should be reading that what book I really instead. want. Right. Yeah. So what I want is to figure out, what I love to do. And so what really stuck out, what really stuck out to me in this book was it talked about basically grit and in my instance, grit, my grit would be in trying to discover or foster an interest or a passion or whatever. And they said that there are four pillars or let me just read it. Um, The research reveals that the psychological assets that mature paragons of grit have in common are interest, practice, purpose and hope. So then that was like the thing that I was thinking is look how those all appear uh, apply to my career. And that's so awesome. 
that I'm able to apply. Every right. There's a lot of people those. that don't. Right. But then look how they apply to dabble date. Interest. Clearly, we're trying to discover our interests. Right. Practice. That's exactly what we're doing. We're mm-hmm. going out, trying all these different things and podcasting about them. Purpose. I mean, I mean endless. Yes. Yeah. For both you and me and countless people who have already reached out to us and been like, countless people. Okay. I'm being dramatic. Countless. Several. Several. People. Many. Yes. <laughs> yes. Who've reached out and said, this don't, is don't awesome. Stop doing this. Don't stop doing this. I want to do this. This yeah. is so uplifting. Well, you know, everything Psychic Jessica said. And hope. Gee whiz. I hope this <laughs> something develops out of this. No doubt. What, maybe one day we'll have a devil date empire, or maybe one day we'll just figure out what our interests are, which right. would be so awesome. Which both are a win. Yeah. Both are a win. The empire would be even a bigger win, but right. whatever. But you're right. And, and those four elements or pillars or whatever you want to call them, I mean, really, most everything you do should be driven around those things. Right. I like it. I like what it. What else? Here's one of the things that that I, that also came out of the book that I read. So whatever your thing is, right? And like for us, it's it's dabble date right now. Like obviously it's our careers and everything else. But I was I was kind of pertaining this to dabble date. But whatever you're into or whatever you think you want to be into, there are a lot of people. Like everybody was given a voice, and I think what I learned is that you shouldn't be scared or have a fearfulness. Like if you're fearful of something, then it's really not a bad thing. It's more of like, you should go explore it that Mm -hmm. much more. Mm -hmm. Like fear shouldn't hold you back as much as it should be. Like you're thinking about it so much. It's obviously means something to you. If you're fearful, go and take action. It shouldn't be necessarily something that like paralyzes you to not move, but rather to go forward in it. And and this thing that I thought was cool, it says, you're not built to be contained. You're here to create, to heal, to make change. And you should never apologize for that. You can't make a difference without making some waves. Mm-hmm. And so it's, I don't know. And like with all, I guess what it made me think of the most was, I think there's so much fear to put yourself out there because there's all these, you know, little trolls on, and mm-hmm. like on the social media platforms. And there's always somebody whispering, like, what are they doing mm-hmm. or what? But I guess like this just kind of gave me the, like, who cares? Yeah. Who cares? Yeah. I've kind of, I've really gotten over the hump of, I do not care. That's good. I don't think I'm quite there. Well, I mean, I'm talking a big game right now because I'm a little excited about my book, <laughs> but, but I think like it's really but I important be, to be reminded of that. Yes. Agreed. Like, you know, and like, why do we have to think we're crazy because we want to do something like this? Why is it that crazy? That's not crazy. It's not that crazy. crazy Good. (laughs) (laughs) But I think like, no, that fear thing really resonates with me because I feel like the fear is the longing inside you. I want to do it. I want to do it. I want to do it. But what if I'm going to be judged? That's where my fear is. Or what if I fail? Yes. You know, what if I fail? What if I quit my job to try a new career and it doesn't work out? And I will say, this is the one thing that my husband is really good at is I would, I used to say that all the time. I'm like, Oh, I don't know. Like what if it's a risk? And he was like, who cares? Yeah. If it doesn't work, you go find a different job. Yeah. If the podcast fails, who cares? You had fun. Yeah. If this doesn't work, who cares? At least you tried it. Yeah. Like if I don't finish the Ironman, who cares? There's a million people that have never, ever tried it. Right. Like his outlook on stuff like that always gives me a little bit of, 
like, oh, okay, I guess. Like, he always kind of, like, I make it out to be this, like, drama fest. Yeah. Like, the world is going to fall yeah. if I try this and it doesn't work. And he's like, no, 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 no. You're really not that great. <laughs> if you don't like the yourself. new job, <laughs> it's fine. Go get a different one. Like, he just has a way of, like, condensing it down yes. to be like, you're thinking about this way too much. Yeah. And putting all this pressure on a decision that just doesn't have to be there. And that's where the indecision comes in. And that's what, there's something about indecision. Oh, yeah. Like too. stop being paralyzed about indecision, which I can, I, it's, I'm weird though. I feel like in some instances I'm like, yep, that's yeah. what I'm going to do. But in many I get, I do, I can fall into that nightmare of being really indecisive. And this said, if you find yourself trapped in that indecisive like world, take action. Even if it's really, really small. Like the example was you can't decide what wine to get at dinner. You don't know what it would pair well with your dinner. Who like ask the the wait staff if you could have a taste of the two that you're con- you're mm-hmm. considering. Like, oh duh. Like yeah. that makes a ton of sense. She's like, just do something to move the process forward and do it as fast as you can. Because, you know, if you're considering taking a new job or you have an interest in a different path, like go volunteer in the space, go learn something about it so that you can move the needle forward. Yeah. Stop getting stuck in this. Like the hours wasted in indecision is dumb. Yeah. I mean, I highlighted a lot in this book. I barely scratched the surface of it and paraphrased a lot of Marie's stuff. So sorry, Marie, if I didn't get it right. But (laughs) um, I really do think like reading, I forgot how much I liked it. And I forgot how much it can actually teach me. You know, when we were looking up what successful people did, reading was on that mm-hmm. list. I know. We didn't even, this isn't even like that officially even, part of the challenge. No, that didn't even it. resonate with me at the time. Like, yeah. like, oh, they read a lot of books. Okay. Well, no wonder they're so smart. <laughs> I definitely got smarter. It did seem like super intellectual, like yeah, really like, smart. They probably read like the read. Wall Street Journal. <laughs> I wake up every morning and I read the Wall Street Journal. Cover to cover. I think I asked Brett when we first started doing this. He was like, you all need to start reading. I, I texted him and said, what do the successful people read? I said, Please say he did not say the Wall Street Journal. I think he may oh, have. God, what a nerd. I was like, do they read about like world events or do they read, you know, like what's that? Leanne Moriarty books that Reese Witherspoon <laughs> made into a Netflix special. I mean, that's enough. I don't even need to tell you what it is. <laughs> it's not that. He said it's not that. <laughs> so yeah. I took a stab at like intellectual reading. I think you landed. This isn't quite good. the Wall Street Journal, but no. But who it's needs opening to read my the mind. Wall Street Journal? I, no, we don't need the Wall Street Journal. <laughs> There's people like Brett that read Who the Wall Street, the Wall Street Journal. Journal. <laughs> He'll tell us everything we need to know. Certainly about not Street. people looking to have fun. <laughs> they're here to they're here to tell you exactly how to not overcomplicate a situation. Right. Those people read the Wall Street Journal. Right. God, anyway, thank God for him because he really does. He comes in handy. He does come in handy. Time. I mean, who knows what you would be reading if it weren't for that. <laughs> Dang, I wish I could think of it. <laughs> the husband's secret. <laughs> that was one of them. <laughs> it was really good. <laughs> okay, well, read that one too. But read everything that's figure outable first. You'll feel a lot more inspired than the husband's secret. <laughs> <laughs> it's basically like housewives in book form. <laughs> oh, but you won't be as dead inside as you'll be reading. Right. 
You can at least use your imagination. Um, okay. So if you have good books, I feel like if you have good books, you should tell us what we should read on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Like, That's a good idea. You can message us. Mm-hmm. You could follow us if you're not already doing that, which you should be. Yeah. But you'd be missing out on a lot if you're not. <laughs> there's things that we do that aren't podcastable. We yeah, talked about I know that. We talked about that. So yep. yeah, there's things that we need to do. Yep. Um, so let's see here. That is my book. I'm going to pick a new book for next time. So maybe we can add this to um, our, you know, order of things. Sometimes, yeah. You know. Yeah. We won't talk about books too much. Not but too much. You should read. You should read more. We should read. We. That's a better way to say it. We're we not here to tell you what to do. Yeah, I know. We actually really are not life that. experts. <laughs> I think they got they gathered that from the very first episode. But yeah, we should all read a little bit more. Yeah. Note to self, we're reading. That's yeah. Yeah. That's what we're doing. All right. Until next time. We can't wait to hear what you're reading. Send it to us. Yeah. We need Rex. Yeah. And not the husband's secret. <laughs> really good <laughs> maybe we should read that what's the other one I like okay for now um we're out we got more reading to do <laughs>